Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> you stole the Aladdin, Aladdin song. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Specifically the Will Smith version. Oh, is it the Will Smith version? Yes. Oh, right, I don't know the difference because I've seen... version is Mr. Aladdin, sir. And mm. in the Will Smith version, he goes, Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? Oh, I still haven't seen that movie. Anyway, hello, this is Scott Wall, episode four, I think. I'm Scott. And I'm Logan. Yes. <coughs> and we're talking about Son of Aladdin. Yes. Would, um, you, like, would you like to tell the good people at home why? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I suppose this is a Scott Wall first, really, because we've never done a sort of foreign film before. <laughs> yeah, we're doing foreign cinema here. I didn't know it was foreign cinema. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Basically, the story behind why we're doing this is because... It's because I found it on Netflix. Yeah, we're literally just like, okay, we've got time to do Scott Walls. Got any ideas? And usually, we said we say no. You know, like we always do. We had like yeah. the, well, the last three episodes; those were ideas, and then we we're just like Scott, just look at some random movie on Netflix, and you and found I, this. Yeah, I came back with this. Yeah, yeah. You just sent me a screenshot of like Son of Aladdin and one like screenshot from the movie, and I was just like immediately, yes, we need to do this. It looked like the screenshot was very selling. Oh yeah, it was very selling. It was, um, and yeah, and the movie started, and I wasn't. I, I think it's Indian. I think it is Indian. Yes, um, and I wasn't expecting it. I expected the characters to be speaking English, but they weren't. Yeah, um, there was there is an English dub of this movie, but um, we'll get into that. Not, <laughs> but, that, it's not. No, there was no way to switch it to English. I did check. Um, Me too. Yeah, because I'm ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, so we went into this movie with literally no knowledge. No. No. Um, it kind of... What your expectations? My expectations were that it would be a really shy, cheaply produced, um, 3D animated Indian rip-off of Aladdin. And it was some of those things. It was kind of that. It wasn't a rip-off of Aladdin. No, but it just ripped off something different entirely. There was no sort of genie or lamp or anything like that. No, it it rips it more closely rips off like Sleeping Sleep is it Sleeping Beauty or Aladdin? Not Aladdin. Um, like Hercules. It's kind of like those movies. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more in line with that, but insane. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm got. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I, I surprisingly, it was more coherent than I thought it would be. Like it had a plot that I could follow. Yes. But it's just the way that it progresses between all those beats. It's, it was mental. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, like it is fun. Like, did you enjoy it? Uh, overall, yes, I did as well because it was just constantly entertaining throughout. Yeah. Like the movie opened, and I was immediately invested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, just... the main villain looked. Yeah, it 
it just opens up with like standard credits, you know, kind of shitty animation. In English. Yeah, that's in English. Then it pans in to a cave, and there's like it's not it's it's basically Jafar from the original Aladdin. Yeah. But he's blue. <laughs> and has massive bulging eyes. Yeah, his massive bulging eyes. A ginger goatee. He looks a bit like an insect. Yeah, he looks like he's from Bugs Life. Mm. And, he really does, yeah. Yeah, and instead of um, the parrot um, that um, the original Jafar had, he has Goblin. <laughs> that he just kicks. Yeah, he, no, he doesn't. He does not kick the goblin. He slaps the goblin, Scott. All the time. He slaps the goblin, and the goblin flies away. Like six times. Yeah, and every it's... time it looks so shit. I love it. Anyway, he, he he. I guess we're just starting with the plot. We're just yeah. We're just up. we're just going straight into it. Just no bullshit. No preamble at all. I looked up some credits, by the way. I don't remember what the director's done, but the writer does a lot of children's tv yeah the director i believe he does like a lot of live action stuff i think this is like the only animated thing i wonder why yeah um well, i'll get into more of the history of this movie because there are some funny things but i'll just say i'll save that i'm not gonna comment on the man's talent as a live action director he might be pretty good yeah but as an animation <laughs> director oh fuck me um, yeah. god he's uh but the writer works on like Bob the Builder and shit like that, if I remember rightly. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's he's yeah. That's anyway, surprising. um, he's in. So the villain's called Sisiba. Okay. Or Sisiba. Yes. I think they pronounce it differently occasionally throughout. Yeah. Them. Can we just call him Jafar, please? Because. No. What? It's, Cause it, it's just Jafar. Up. It's Sasiba. Oh, I can't remember the name. Like, in my notes, literally, just like, I've just named the characters whatever I want to. I remember most characters' names. Wow. You'll be shocked. You're the only one. So, the villain's called Sasiba. Okay. The goblin, I don't think, gets named. Yeah, it's just goblin. Goblin. And he was in a cave, and he goes, Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha! I have a really powerful magic staff now. Yeah. I'm the most powerful man in the universe. And then he just walks over to a pot and goes, uh, this is one of the characters that I can't remember the name of, but he goes, awaken fire monster. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> doesn't he like throw something into the fire or he throws his staff into the fire and then his staff comes out epic. Yeah. 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 And then and he goes, awaken fire monster. And this big fire monster comes out and he goes, what would you like to know? And it's basically the ending of Indiana Jones four. And he goes, what do you want to know? And Sasiba goes, tell me about my future. And the fire monster goes, you're going to get killed by the son of Aladdin when he turns 21. Yeah. And he goes, well, I can't fucking have that. I have to kill Aladdin's son first. Yeah, and, and this is this is really like the Sleeping Beauty comparison comes in, because that's literally just what happens in Sleeping Beauty. It doesn't matter. I love this film. Yeah. More beauty. Yeah, I've so he's, he like he talks to the fire monster. This is when I noticed that like the sound design, um, it there's like not a lot of things have sound effects, and the stuff that does, it's like it sounds shit. 
And then also, like, all the vocals, they have like, this really weird, like, effect on them. Where it's just, like, very echoey to the point where it should not be that echoey. Well, I assume they just recorded it in somebody's bathroom. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I don't know, but maybe. Anyway, at, at this point, this is the point where I noticed, and we're about two minutes in at this point, that this film is fucking insane. Yeah. And nothing's going to get explained properly. Because he literally just goes, Awaken Fire Beast. And the Fire Beast just... It's just a big face. Yeah. It kind of looks like the sun from Teletubbies. It kind of, yeah. Uh, and, and, and yeah, and the Fire Beast, he just goes, I could tell you your future if you want. And he mm. goes, the son of a lamb's going to kill you when he turns 21. And he's just been born right this very second. Yeah. Coincidentally. Yeah. And he goes, Saseba goes, fair play. Rocks up to a different part of wall. Yeah. And awaken flying goblin. Yeah. He, saw, he gets his stone goblin out to kill Aladdin's son. Yeah. He goes, go and go and kill the son of Aladdin for me. And and yeah, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, I expected an Aladdin ripoff. I'm not getting that here, am I? Yeah, because. <laughs> This is the point that's interesting because it then goes to, like, I, I don't know, a place. And it's like, Aladdin is king. So is this, like, a sequel to Aladdin? I'm not going to lie to you guys. The fact that this movie is called Son of Aladdin... Aladdin is completely irrelevant in most of the plot. Yeah, um, basically what happens is Aladdin... Or it's that them, they're like, they come out and they're like... Um, to all the, you know, random copy-pasted NPC characters who are just standing in a crowd. It's like, we have a, had a son. Um, he's called... Da, da, da. He is my son. He will be the heir to the throne. And then the fucking go- goblin flies in. <laughs> the goblin flies in and tries to kidnap the son. But yeah. the mother, whose name is, like, Diana, yeah, um, runs away with the baby... And gives baby to random old woman. Yeah. And goes, Oi, bitch, look after my kid for me. Yeah. And then she and proceeds the- to go to a sailor and go, Oi, bitch, look after this baby for me. Yeah, she she gets the baby to, like, look after and is entrusted by the queen to look after this baby and then just immediately dumps it on a stranger. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful it's fucking beautiful it is and then the goblin kidnaps the mum yes and and (laughs) flies back and has one of the most bizarre dialogue exchanges in this entire film Saseba goes that's not the son of Aladdin and he goes what it isn't (laughs) obviously not oh yeah and of course the the stone goblin talks (laughs) he speaks perfect English because he is a stone goblin it's breathtaking yeah and Seba uh, turns her into a parrot <laughs> yeah <laughs> under the promise that he'd he'd not he'd make her not a parrot anymore provided she tells him where the baby yeah. is he, he makes, he makes point, her a parrot and then puts her in a weird cage it's, it's a very weird thing to turn her into a parrot he just has a cage <laughs> It, no, it's weird that they chose a parrot. Like, oh, do you mean I can fly away? Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to choose. Why not, like, I don't know, like, 
A slug. A slug, yeah, or like some a, a koala, something that isn't fast and can fly off. A sloth. Yeah, a sloth. Like sloth something that's pack. not mobile. Not a fucking zippy parrot. Yeah. Um, I think that's literally just because uh, the original Aladdin had a parrot, so we got to have a parrot. Because this is one of those like, it is it's kind of obvious that this is just like trying to capitalize off the Aladdin movie, but it's not directly st- stealing the plot. It's not. <clears throat> well, it didn't come out to tie into anything, did it? No, it just came out but, on its own, but then the, re- the the recognition of the name Aladdin. Yeah, at this point in time when this movie came out, the original Aladdin was long gone, and the new Aladdin is quite far away. Yeah. I think it just came out in like 2003 or something. Anyway. 2003, but we'll get into that. Oh my god, I assume this has been delayed like 15 times. Anyway. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, it's interesting. Um, right, so, comes a parrot... And then, um, you know, Aladdin goes to look for, um, what's her name? Um, the Queen. Diana. Diana, yes. So they go they go to look with two giant boats and then, like, a bunch, like 50 tiny boats. <laughs> Is that one of my favourite scenes in the movie? What, the um, scene where Aladdin goes to the lair? The, the scene where he goes to look for her. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I, I just totally forgot something. I saw it in my notes. Um, Jafar is, or what's his fucking? I'm just gonna call him Jafar. Fuck it. Seba. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I do. I need to uphold the integrity of my new favorite film. <laughs> so, evil wizard man, um, he summons a sea monster, um, which is by sea monster he just means the sea becomes a monster and it just spouts up. Water hands. It becomes hands. Just water hands. It just becomes two big water hands. And it just like grabs the boat and shakes it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that that also highlights how shit the water looks in this movie. Oh it looks fucking God. awful. It, it's at this point I paused the film, went downstairs, watched the new episode of Taskmaster, and then carried on watching the film. <laughs> Oh, big hands! You know, you know big... gi- giant water hands does sound like something that would be on Taskmaster. Oh, Somebody would say that on Taskmaster. It was a fucking great episode. Is it the most recent one? The most recent one, yeah. I might have seen it. I might not have. I don't know. Um, the one where they have to draw pictures using sand. Uh, I haven't seen it. Okay, it's the best episode of this series so far. Oh. That, that's quite high praise. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that later anyway. So yeah, love this series. Yeah, this is really great. I I wasn't entirely convinced about the panel when they announced it because I knew who most of them were. Yeah, and it's the first time I've known who most of them are. And I was just like, what the guy that voices Love Island and the actor from The In Betweeners and yeah, like and the, the chaser from, and a chaser. I was like, I'm not convinced that this is gonna work. This is a really boring panel. <laughs> They're fucking great. Yeah. They're all amazing. Like he wants to die permanently. It's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then and then um, the chaser Paul. He surprised me. He's actually really funny. He's really funny. It's he's also hilarious. he's also fucking stupid. 
yeah, which is great. It's like quite yeah. ironic. <laughs> great quiz guy lacks <laughs> common sense. I don't want to spoil too much about like this new episode, but there was a moment where the Greg Davis asks him a question, and he goes, "Yeah, it's only through filming this series I realised that I'm actually thick as pig shit." <laughs> Oh, yeah. fucking... well, my, oh. my my favorite Paul moment is when he's um um they're like arguing about the bath you know the bath task where they have to like put the stuff in the hammock or it's the right. hammock one yeah and he's just over on his own just like slowly moving a barrel over yeah. <laughs> while everyone else is arguing there's a lot of great Paul moments in this most recent episode to be honest. I'm, I'm One of my favourite ones is when he's walking, he's trying to find the uh, the baby monitor and he's just shouting hello. <laughs> hello. It's so good. Uh, uh, we are getting off track here. Um, but the, ge- yeah. the general statement is watch Taskmaster if you haven't. It's brilliant. Literally all of the episodes are available for free in the UK. Yeah. All you've got to do is sign up for this thing called UK TV Play, but it's totally free. Yeah, and it's so worth it. Lit- yeah. It's literally, it's the best show on TV. Mm. It's, the- it's so good. Like, even if you just start from the first series, like, you don't have to watch it in order, but just start from the first series, keep watching it. It's beautiful. Yeah, you can, you have to watch, like, the series in order, but you can start with any series. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, the best one, the best series is probably series seven. Which one was that? Was that the last one? Uh, James A. Caster, Rod Gilbert. Oh, <laughs> that was a good series. Yeah, that was That's, a good one. But this most recent one's been fucking sensational. Yeah, I, I still really like the that very first series, just because of some of the insane shit that uh, happened with uh, Tim Key. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, that was the one where um, oh god, I can't remember his name. Um, he got his um, Greg Davis's name tattooed on his um, foot. Yeah, Josh Willickham got his fucking tattoo. yeah, Josh Willickham. Oh. Yeah, it was a great series. they all and then Romish put his um, he put his wedding ring up as a prize. <laughs> even even the most uh, the worst series is still good. Yeah, I can't even think what the worst series is, but. They're all great. Uh, probably Alice Levine and Paul Chowdhury. No, not Paul Chowdhury was in a different series. Um, Asim Chowdhury, yeah, that's the one. Uh... They have the same surname, leave me be. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, maybe that was worse one. I don't know. I just, I just love all of it. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Watch Taskmaster yeah. and then also watch Son of Aladdin because I am actually recommending yeah. this. Spoilers. Well, well, um, sad to say, Scott. Um, when I, when I clicked on this movie to watch it, Netflix told me that this movie is getting removed from Netflix on the first of July. I don't care. Find it, pirate it, steal it. Yeah. Fucking go go out of your way to watch this film. Like spoilers for the end of this episode. I'm fully recommending this film. It's insane, but it is beautiful. Yeah, we should actually go back to talking about it because we did go on an aside about Taskmaster for a while. Uh, we were on the bit where he, the... he turned Anna into a parrot and destroyed some ships with water hands. Yes, and and then 
I'm not really sure what happened because okay. Alas was just with Saseba. Mm-hmm. He was just there with Saseba. Yes. And I don't really know how he got there. Um. Well, you don't know how he got there. No. Oh, okay. No idea. Uh, not explained. But he gets there, and then the parrot flies over to him, and then she explains that she is, you know, the queen, and she's been turned into a parrot. Um, this guy's evil, and then Aladdin turns into stone. Yes. <laughs> and it's revealed that um, um, Wizard Magic Man has put a curse on yeah. the queen. Shut up. Um, <laughs> to make any time she tells anyone her backstory, they turn to stone. Yes. Which is the in this movie of insane things, one of. One one of them. <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of them. I will say that the rules that that just set up there. The oh nation, god, yeah. That they they get changed by the end of the film. Yep. <laughs> um, spoilers, because I, I, I'm not I'm not skipping ahead to this moment or anything. But later on in the film, the way that you actually turn a stone is if you're looking at the parrot. Yeah. Not if you're listening to the parrot. Yeah, listening would make sense, but it's just apparently just like if you're in the line of sight of the parrot. You're in the line of sight of the parrot. And they don't explain that in this scene. In this scene, they specifically say listening. Yeah, and also that can be reflected off mirrors. This power is reflective of mirrors. Oh, yeah. That doesn't get explained in this scene, but that happens later on in the film. Yeah. It's obviously yeah. nonsense, but it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Um, you know, what's his face? Te- he teleports to the city and then he just like, he sees a random baby and he's just like, is that the son of Aladdin? Is that Aladdin? And this bitch is just like, no, obviously. Leave me alone, man. Yeah. And he just like shouts, just like, if anyone can give me the baby, um, I'll make them king. Because I have killed, or I've got rid of the king and queen. Yeah. yeah. And then um, like hard cuts, Yes. It, it so, hard cuts to Aladdin um, on a ship. No, the son of Aladdin, please. Mm. Well, before that, Sorry. you get the scene where the woman who got given the baby hands it to the sailor, yes. and the sailor says, his name will be Mustafa. <laughs> yeah, I just called him Mufasa. <laughs> and and then the film just cuts. It doesn't even yeah. say, like, 21 years later. But it just cuts to like 21 years later. Okay, okay. Here's the interesting thing about this. So, this is where I get into the history of this movie, okay? So this, right. This was released in 2003 um, as Son of Aladdin. Okay. Um, but it was remade in 2016. Um, and by, when I say remade, I mean it's a shot-for-shot remake... And it almost looks identical, but like some of the character models have been slightly changed. Right. Like in this version, Aladdin looks like kind of different. The characters right. all look kind of different, but it's like the exact same animation, like the movement. So it's literally what? just like they've replaced the models and like kind of upgraded it a bit. Why? I'll tell you why. Because um, well, it was re released in 2016 as Mustafa and the Magician. Um, and this was released in... It was released in America. Right. right? And... The, <laughs> the purpose of this release... Was... 
um, to get it submitted to for consideration for best animated feature film at the Oscars, <laughs> which it is. It was on the shortlist. Oh. Uh, for 2016 it was up against Zootopia and you know all those movies that came out that year and just in there Mustafa the Magician what won that year what won that year yeah uh, Zootopia I think oh I didn't even like Zootopia but it's definitely better to be fair yeah was it it may have been Moana was it I can't remember I think Moana might be a bit later no they were the same year I remember that but because okay. I've got a list here. Moana's fucking great. Yeah. But, you know, it can be Mustafa and the Magician. Mustafa the Magician is a better title. Yeah, because that actually fits. Sorry, Mustafa is actually how you pronounce that. But... No, it's Mufasa. <laughs> okay. No, that's a better title than Son of Aladdin. Yeah, that fits more, but that doesn't bring in the big bucks. Because whilst he is definitely the Son of Aladdin, it's totally irrelevant. Yeah. Aladdin. It's irrelevant until like the last minute where it's just like, oh, you're a prince <laughs> the whole time. This film for like a minute and a half. Yeah. And and it's mostly just Mustafa going on an adventure. Yeah. But anyway, it like hard cuts to him 21 years older. It doesn't even say 21 years later or anything like that. It just, it, it just is. And the only reason why you know is because a character goes, hey, Mustafa, how are you? Yeah. Oh no, no. What I was going to say about that was, um, in the original 2003 version that isn't the one on Netflix, there was a musical number in that area. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Um. I th- I think I've seen footage of it. It looks shit, <laughs> but it, it it like shows you him growing up. I guess. I not not in like any way of like ages up. I think it's just like literally just a dance number, and then just like he goes from a baby to an old man. Or like a a, tw- a twenty year old man, right? So in when did sorry, I'm so confused. Okay, so basically what you're telling me is it took them eight years to figure out that they needed a transition. No, it took them eight years to remove the transition <laughs> that they already had. So the version we watched was. Mustafa the Magician. The version we watched was Mustafa and the Magician, um, but it was called Son of Aladdin. Like Netflix just put the wrong title on or something? I think. It may potentially be that because of the release in America, it was only called Mustafa and the Magician there. It, it, it might have just been like a... Because we're in Europe, it might have just been but- it's still called Son of Aladdin here. So in the process of eight years, they made the film actively worse. Yes. Because even if it was a bad transition, it was still a transition. Yeah. They're important. Yeah. It, it may have honestly just been just like they lost the copyright to the song or something, but I don't they, know. They couldn't use the song for licensing reasons, but... I don't know. I don't know if it was an original song or not for the movie, or they just, like, pinched one. (laughs) What a fucking bizarre thing. Yeah. So, in this version we watched, it just goes from, oh, we are adopting this baby, he is called Mustafa, Um, and then the ship at night, three people fall off it as it shakes. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that scene was really funny and made me laugh out loud a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud a lot during the film. Same. You know Mark Kermode has that, like, six-laugh test. The comedy is only funny if you laugh six times. Yeah, yeah. I laughed, like, 20 times. Yeah. So, by that logic, this is the best film ever made. Best comedy ever made. It's quite short. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And let me tell you, it fucking breezes by. <laughs> I think it's because the pacing is so constantly quick. Mm. Like, every five minutes, there's, like, a crazy action scene. Yeah. And it's, like, beat for beat. Just constant weird shit, weird shit, weird shit. That hour and 20 minutes goes by like that. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly... It was surprisingly painless. Like, yeah. There were a few moments where I was like, okay, let's just get this shit over with. But most of the time, I was just like, I was on board just because it was being like so weird and so. Yeah. It, it look, the animation is eye bleeding. It is awful. And this well, is a remastered I, version as well, so. It looks like it's animated using all of the assets from the amazing bulk. <laughs> I. I I would, I would, I wouldn't say that. That's that's too mean. Uh, I would say it's like it looks like a PS One game, a cutscene in a PS One game. You know, like those, um, like Ratatouille. Yeah, it's like that. It is like that. Um, but the the script is like really good. Not as in like technically good. But as like, in, better than you'd expect from this movie. It's as cram- in, as in, it makes sense. It, it's almost like the writer went, "This movie's gonna look shit, but what I can do is write like the most entertaining scenes ever." Yeah, and the fact that it looks shit kind of makes it more entertaining. I guess so. Yeah, um... like them falling off the boat like that, looking as bad as it does made it better than if they just animated it properly yeah it like I, I guess it is like I don't I don't think it was intentional like no, they intentionally made it shit just to be funny but it's like a you know an ironic enjoyment thing that's the thing like those um, Ratatouille movies they are made intentionally bad yeah they're made for as cheap as they possibly can they're like they're almost exactly feature length, or like they just clear the bar. I think um, this movie. I think they wanted it to be good. Yeah, I think they tried. I just think they weren't good at it. They just weren't good at it. They weren't good, and they didn't have the budget for it. No. Yeah, it's. It is it's really kind of bizarre. About this, just as a little offshoot, I do not understand companies like I don't remember the company that makes Ratatouille. Uh, Video Brinqueda or something. Like yeah, that. right. Video Brinqueda. I don't understand the asylum because yeah, easier ways of making money than making movies. Yeah, like making movies is fucking hard, and yeah. the asylum. Even even like the shitty video Brinqueda movies, you have to put in a certain level of effort mm-hmm. to make something like that. Yeah, as well, much as it's, it, it's it, it is it takes effort, but I assume that it like pays out in a way. 
Especially when they are like kind of capitalizing off like well-known properties, because you yeah, see I, you see a lot of movies like this in like Poundland. You do, you do. Yeah, you go to Poundland, you just see like weird three D animated kids movies that someone might buy. Just like, well, yeah, video why not? Yeah, you can watch all of their stuff for free. Oh, do, do they have them on YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember I watched a movie called Little Bee. Sure. I assume they make enough on like the ad revenue. Yeah, um, and I assume they do make money through DVD sales. Like, they, yeah. they must. <laughs> if they, if still... they're doing it, they're not doing it out of passion. That... To make something of that shit, you've still got to put the work in. Yeah. You've and surely, put... surely, if they're just out to make money. Why are they making films? I, I don't know. It's just like... I mean, it's a way for them to make money. I guess... In just but any... I, I, in, just in any kind of industry, there's always going to be like... People who are just like, okay, we're just going to make things really cheap, really quickly, fire them yeah. out, make money. But I know from experience that if you want to make money, don't make films. Curse of the Witch's Dog. For those of you who might be listening that don't know this, I worked on a film called Curse of the Witch Dog. Mm. And it's available on iTunes and DVD. You can pick it up on Amazon, I think. Uh, it made fuck all. Yeah. It made no money at all. The budget was like £2,000. It made nothing. Right. Uh, like, the various distribution deals that that film got. Like, it's available in America and the UK... And it played in cinemas in like South Korea and Vietnam and I think Russia. Huh. Um, it, it made fuck all. Right. The the writer and director of that saw barely any profit. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if the distributors pocketed at all. Right. It it's hard to make money on a film. Yeah, it is. I, but, but the thing is, the thing is though, like. Like, that's an original movie. Like, Curse of the Witch's Dog, that's an original thing. Whereas they're they're making movies with the intent of piggybacking off other ideas. And they they are animated movies, so... Well, I'm not saying animation is cheap. What I'm saying is... It's harder. In a sense, yeah, but it's... If it was 2D animation, I could see that. But, like, you can get software that's, like basically free now where you can just make like shitty 3D animations I suppose you don't it costs I assume it's cost more to make a live action movie than it is like one of these shitty 3D animated movies but there are expenses to everything no of course there's expenses but I'm just saying they're probably less than it would be if it was just like shot at live action I don't know. I know from again experience that I would find making an animated film harder, right? Than I would a live action one, just because live action. I'm I'm about to make myself sound like a really shitty filmmaker, right? I'm not bad. I promise. You point the camera at the thing and you press record. Yeah. Whereas with animation, I wouldn't know how to get into it and make the characters move and I, I just wouldn't know what I'd say. Obviously well, there's more to making a live action film than what I just described. Yeah. But um, the fun 
But you mean you don't get like the animation side of it? Yeah, the fundamental basics is you record somebody doing a thing. They do all of the movement themselves. I wouldn't know how to make a character move in an animation software. I, I... Blows my yeah, mind. well, you know, the director isn't animating it. It's a team of animators. That's but true. That's... It's just like all about storyboarding it beforehand. But, but from the looks of it, the team of animators that they had didn't really know what they were doing either. No, it's just like very basic. Yeah. And obviously very cheap. Maybe all of these people are working for Pixar now. <laughs> yes. Because the of their, their Oscar shortlist, they were able to well, all work at Pixar. Well, you know, Disney, they've got the fucking resources over there, don't they? Yeah, they just buy this movie, buy the rights to this movie, put it in the Disney vault. I want loads of people to watch Son of Aladdin slash Mustafa versus the Magician or whatever the fuck you called it. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I, I want everybody to watch this because it is amazing. Yeah, I think we need to talk about it more because we did go on a sidetrack about the whole filmmaking of it. But yeah, but that was relevant. It's fine. I know, but there's more. Mo- there's more movie to talk about here. Sure, sure. So, uh, Mustafa and his two friends, whose names I can't remember. Uh, I know one of them is called Abu, like the monkey from the movie, which They're is ca- again another weird connection. Yeah. I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, Basically, their character is stupid. Yeah, they're they're the comedic relief in a movie that doesn't really have any any need for it. No, the whole movie's funny. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need comedic relief. And I'll admit, I found them funny as well. Yeah. But I don't think I found them funny for the way that the film wanted me to. Yeah. It just I found them funny because they were another piece of weird in this really weird fucking movie. Honestly, Mustafa was funnier than the comedic relief. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're like on the ship and they get stranded on this island that they've never been to before. Yes. Um they're like, "Come on, let's go explore and find someone to help us." That makes logical sense. Yeah. And then they're what? walking about, you know, in this like desert, there's a lot of you, you, you can very clearly tell like where the background is. Yeah, like it's just a big JPEG. There's not. Yeah, there's nothing. Beautiful JPEG vistas. There's nothing good about this animation. Yeah, it it, um, it looks like they're on a soundstage. There's there's nothing good about this animation other than occasionally it makes you laugh your fucking bollocks off. Yeah, and speaking of which, we get into we just cut to a random. A carriage, where it's yep. like the princess is there, yeah, um, and they get ambushed by bandits on horses. Do you remember what the princess was called? Because I found this funny. No, I don't remember her name. It's not Princess Leia. It's Princess oh, Leia. It's Layla. 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 Not Leia from Star Wars. No, Layla from Son of Aladdin. Get it right. <laughs> yep. It, it's it's another weird. Like, I don't know why a lot of these movies just, like, they also lift things from other movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they just, like, they rip off other movies within the movie, because then there's no point to it then. You've won. Somebody's bought it. Yeah, they're already watching the film. You don't need to... You don't need to sell it anymore. It's like when you go to the cinema, and they put the cinema's logo 
Yeah. Like all across, like you play the adverts. Like if you go to an Odeon, it's like, "Welcome to Odeon. Here's an Odeon logo. Come back to Odeon." And you just think, "I'm already fucking here." Like, yeah. It's just like there's no point in selling me on Odeon further. <laughs> I don't come there out of love for Odeon. I come there because it's the nearest cinema. I come out of necessity because it's the only cinema in my entire county. I don't even have one in like where I am at the minute in Northampton. I have a view. Oh. View is my local cinema, but they do the same thing there. You go there and it goes, welcome to View. Come to View. I'm here. I've bought the ticket. Mm. Stop selling it to me. Yeah, so sometimes they're like, they advertise like, oh, you can get food from the um, food thing. But it's like, yeah, if I'm already, the movie, when they do that, the movie's like about to start. So it's yeah, always like, I... yeah, I have food. I'm prepared for this. <laughs> I saw it on the way in. I, I could hardly miss it. It's those adverts are stupid, and it's yeah. stupid rip-off movies. Try and sell themselves once you're already halfway through watching them. Yeah. Oh, and uh, as a small aside on the Odeon thing, um, have you seen those like adverts to the limited limitless thing? Um, um, I, I assume you have because they play them before like every single movie. Yeah, when I when I'm living in London, I have an Odeon so probably. Yeah, there's one where it's like. They've started doing it more often. It's like one where it goes flashing from like blue to white, and it always hurts my eyes really badly. It just like the screen changes from like a kind of dark blue to like this really bright white color, and it just the one that's like, oh, come with your friends, your yes, grand, that go one. by yourself. That one. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That I one hurts. Know, I sort of know what you mean. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Odeon. You're overpriced. It really is. Yeah, I don't know if I told you this, but my my Odeon, my local Odeon, is literally the most expensive Odeon in the entire country of Scotland. How much is it for one ticket? For one ticket? Um, yeah. It's <laughs> like... God, I don't even know. It's somewhere around, like, £10. Oh, oh, you lucky cunt. Oh, what what are you at like? Uh, so my local Odeon. So for some context, everybody, I am a university student. Ah. When I'm doing university, my uni's in London, so my local cinema is an Odeon. I'm not in London at the minute because I finished first year, so I'm back where I grew up, um, in Northampton. Right? Yeah. So, but when I'm in London, thirteen uh, pounds. Yeah, it's, yeah, because I know that um, like even on that limitless thing, like one, it says like, oh, it works at every audience cinema excluding London, and I, I think I know why because London is like way more expensive. How much is a limitless card where you are? Oh, it's. I'll, I'll check the prices right now, actually, just to see the difference. I'll keep talking about Son of Eleven. Um. So, where the fuck were we? Uh, Yeah, there's a random carriage with Princess Layla. Yeah, I'm just going to stop you right there. I've already found it. Okay. Uh, Without Central London, it's £17 a month. It is, yeah. And then Limitless, with Central London, that brings it to £19 a month. So that's like roughly like two or three pounds more. No. What? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. The Limitless card in London is £17 a month. Is it? Yeah. It says on here, 
I'm confused. <laughs> it says on here, without Central London, it's £17. And it says, with Central London, £19.99. Well, my local London-based cinema is technically not Central London. Which which one is it? it it's in um, fucking Putney, which isn't Central. Putney, right, no, it's, it's not still, there. No, it's, that's it's, fine. It's outside of Central London then. But it's still a London cinema. Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's weird. They're weird. Fuck it. Anyway, um, Princess Layla's in the carriage, and they get ambushed by miscellaneous bandits. Yeah, on horses, the slowest horses in the world. The slowest one, and these bandits haven't come up before, and I don't think come up since. So no, they're just random bandits. Miscellaneous bandits, and they attack them, and the army that are guarding the princess get fucking murdered and retreat. Yeah. A, a weird thing about to bring up in the action scenes in this film and it's a really weird thing because this is animated none of the punches or hits connect yeah which... none of them hit which is weird because that's the thing in live action movies sometimes but that's because you know you don't want to literally punch someone or hit them with a sword but in this yeah. you could so clearly do that and yet they just mess every time well I get the feeling because I read the, I read the credits of okay. this film, all of them. Of course. And I learnt that this film was mocap. Yeah, I was thinking that. I didn't actually know that. That makes a lot of sense. So it could just be that they don't connect because it was actually still real people. Right. Um, but in mocap form. Right. That makes a lot more sense, actually. Um. Well, actually, when we're getting to this point, I don't think it makes sense. Um, so Mustafa like sh- shows up on the scene. He sees that um, Layla um, yeah. is being attacked or like being captured or something. So he's like standing on a ledge, and what he does is the strangest move I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He enters a squatting position. Well, he jumps off the ledge. Then enters a squatting position, like he's about to take a shit. Yeah. He lands away from the horse that the other guy's on. He's he's not even close to the horse. He's like a good like he's like a good distance away. Loving flashbacks. Yeah. He just like in this rigid squat position lands on the floor. The man falls off his horse. And then he approaches him and fights him hand to hand. I love this film. It's so good. <laughs> oh man! So the the moral, the long story short, is that Mustafa saves Layla. Yeah, I would just like to say in the combat scene, like again, this actually makes sense. It's like it's uh, mocap. He he he's like they're having a fist fight. And he starts, like, posing. He just starts doing, like, weird poses and weird movements. Not good mocap. No, not good mocap. And then the other guy throws sand in his face. And then um, <laughs> Mustafa literally chokes the guy to death. Yep. They just could get held in a chokehold and he fucking dies. It's brilliant. And then he it's... threatens the rest of them and they run away. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was... Fucking brilliant! It, it, honestly, the combat sequences in this film are 
can describe them to you all we want. Any action sequence we can describe to you all we want. Yeah. You have to see it. There's there's a few coming up that oh boy, I'm excited to talk about. <laughs> you have to see it to believe it. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, Lucifer saves Layla and a romantic bond starts to yeah. blossom for no reason at all. I would like to bring you up at this point. Um, I have a quote written down here. I don't know what at what point this is said, but I know it's like round about this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mustafa says the phrase, My friends are very simple. They have big bodies and small brains. <laughs> oh, he does say that. It doesn't even make sense. One of them's really scrawny. Yeah. This is like a random thing he says. He's just like, my friends are very simple. They have big bodies and small brains. It yeah. doesn't mean anything. Because the friends accept the reward, but Mustafa doesn't. Yeah. And he said the beauty of... The, saving somebody of such beauty is rewarding itself. Yeah. And like, you're oh, like... That's, that's, that's a nice thing. I hope this guy doesn't turn out to be really creepy and weird. <laughs> oh, oh, he really does, doesn't he? Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, um, anyway, but yeah, he uh, doesn't. The... He doesn't take the money, but they take the money. Yes. Yeah. So then. More same. Yeah, we end up then in some city. It's weird that it's not the city that he originally came from, because I don't it think it, I don't think it is. It's not. It's just a random place. It's a random city, and um, which is really weird because that. What happened to the kingdom at the start? Who's in charge now? No one found the baby. <laughs> Well, it it goes back to them. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when they're on the boat um, and then Thingy shows up. It goes back to them. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Basically, I was going to bring up the fact, because it does go back to that city, and basically, nothing has changed in 21 years. Yeah. No one aged, with the exception of Mustafa. R- does Mustafa age? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused, characters. Sorry. He starts out as a baby and turns 21 years old. Yes, he ages. A bet, yeah. He's the only character that changes. Everything yes. else stays exactly the same. Yeah. And then, then we cut back to, like, they're in a bar. Um, and Are they're. They? What? Are they? Yeah. They're at, like, a bar or, like, a restaurant place. And then the bartender comes up and he explains, like, Oh, the city's having a drought right now, so we don't have a lot of water. Uh, oh, we yeah. have to pay like a lot of water tax. Um, yeah. They're like, okay, fine, let's buy some water. Um, and then there's a small child who is stealing water from another person. And then the bartender sees this, walks up to the small child, and bitch slaps him right in the face. Oh, <laughs> um, world and then mustafa approaches the situation stops him from being bitch slapped and then he says and i quote nobody can stop him from drinking water only for money but it but it's like (laughs) no because that's something they bought for money Uh. (laughs) he's selling water (laughs) that's his trade that's still stealing like i know the intention is noble but it's still stealing (laughs) Are you st- are you questioning the integrity of Son of Aladdin? I am not. I would never do such a thing. Good, because otherwise you'd be fired from this podcast. <laughs> you're replaceable. Like that's not true at all. But you're replaceable, Logan. 
Is this really going to be the movie that we like disband over? Or disagreement no. over Son of Aladdin? No, because you're not actually replaceable. Great. If anything, I'm replaceable. <laughs> well, we're just we're going to reboot it now. Because I contribute fuck all. You contribute the funnies. Don't worry. I, I, as much as I like to joke about how much I do, how little I do on this podcast, which is true, I do nothing, and Logan does most of the work. It's it is funny. quite hard to remain interesting for the length of time that we go on for. What's that? It is genuinely quite difficult to remain interesting for the amount of time that we're on for. Yeah, I guess so. It's hard. It's fucking hard. This. It's this difficult. Is Son of Aladdin. We have to make that interesting, Scott. Son of Aladdin is great. It really is. He bitch slaps a child. Yeah, and then Mustafa swoops in, saves the day, gives the child money, and buys all the water. Hooray! Yeah. And then then we approach um, (laughs) a very strange scene. Go on. So... We're at the palace. The prim- is this the bath scene? This is the bath scene. Right. This. She takes her clothes off, but she doesn't. Yeah. So what happens know- is, what happens is, the soldiers that are there, they have to put blindfolds on, because they yeah. don't want to see the princess like naked. Sure. Sure. And then they have to like put all the blindfolds on, turn around, face away, all that kind of stuff. It's then stupid. She- yeah. I yeah. Saw- then she takes her clothes off, and it's just like a skin-coloured dress. She's just wearing a dress and a necklace. Yeah, a bathing dress. I think you're supposed to... I think, like, the implication is that she is actually naked. I don't know if that's but, the implication. But I she's don't know. Not, she's maybe, maybe just under her clothes, she just has, like, these weird, like, flaps. Dresses, that's, that's not a dress, that's part of her skin. She dresses fully clothed. <laughs> yeah, and then um that's some fucking skin condition. That is quite a skin condition, yeah. And Mustafa um he climbs up a tree and and he peeks on the princess in her <laughs> naked skin flesh body. It's in a tree. Yeah, he just sits in a tree and just watches her. And this is when the first instance of oh, Mustafa is not a, a He's a, not a cute, friendly, heroic guy. He's just, like, a really creepy dude. He's really rapey. Yeah. And, he's just like, <laughs> and it progresses even further. Like, the tree the, the tree branch that he's standing on then breaks. And the blind soldiers are trying to find him, but they can't take off their blindfolds because they'll see the princess naked. So, you know, they can't do their job and defend the princess. Uh, he, like, <laughs> he goes up to one of them and is like, lol, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, if you take your blindfold off, you'll get beheaded. I love this. Yeah. And then, like, the, the princess and one of her servants, like, they're like, okay, we need to get, out, get the fuck out of here because some guy's roaming about. So then they go back to their carriage um, and then Mustafa's in there and he like sneaks behind the servant grabs her by the mouth he like gags her mouth 
<laughs> and just like goes shh Prince Prince Ali Percy I'll see I am a pervert He's <laughs> just like he's just like a fucking he's like a navy seal just like sneaks in just like fucking takes out the the servant and just like sits there then they go they go back into the castle Strong as ten regular men. Now please fuck me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so so they go back to the castle, um, and then um, Princess um, Princess Layla, she orders them to bring her like carriage thing up to her room, so they can he can like sneak out Mustafa. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and then like, there's people in her room, and she's like, get the fuck out! <laughs> she's like, leave me alone for a long day, get the fuck out! And she just, like, yeah. screams at everyone <laughs> to get out. It doesn't... Just don't... It's better if you don't think about it. Yeah. It's better if you don't think about it, because what's happening now is we're watching a woman fall in love with a man who's definitely a bit of a rapist. Yeah, because we see... It's weird because we see later on, like, when everyone is out of the room, um, Mustafa strolls out of the thing, and then ja- um, and Princess Layla picks up a sword and just, like, tries to murder them. Yeah. She's just like, but if you wanted them dead, just tell the guards. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to cancel Mustafa. Um... Just... Just carry on. Just, just let's just get through these scenes because they're not normal. <laughs> um. So yeah, then we have a sword fight where oh, yeah. Princess Layla has a sword, and I think Mustafa. I correct me if I'm wrong. I think he has a peacock feather. He fights uh, her with a peacock feather. I think you're right. I don't know I think... what the fuck it was. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're watching Son of Aladdin. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go do a piss. Can you fill for me? Uh, sure. I don't want you to pause it because these sections where we fill, always funny. Always funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll be back. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. I'm not out of the room yet. Can you save those disgusting noises for later? <laughs> well, do Scott. Apologise. I'm out of the room now. Okay. Goodbye. Um, I don't know how to fill time. It's been so long. Um, I can hear sounds of Scott. Um, was it, there was another movie we saw that we wanted to talk about, but I'm just going to look at what it was right now. Because um, Scott found like another really shitty movie, and I just want to find the name of it right now. So I'm just going to do that now while I fill time. Um, it's funny Netflix have a lot of shit. Um, <laughs> just going to scroll on through and find our conversation about it. Uh, I mean this this movie is probably better than the new. Aladdin. <laughs> I hope. I haven't seen it. Oh, you back, Scott? 
It's one of the more eventful pisses of my life. Where was it eventful? A bird flew into the window. Oh. As I was pissing. Lovely. It survived. Don't worry. Wow, okay. Is that real? It ha- um, wow. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Great. I, I was just, I was trying to find, because you found another film on Netflix that we were going to watch, but we decided to get them in this one. Robot Jocks? It was Robot Jocks, spelled R-O-B-O-T-J-O-X. Yeah. Um, even that looks too shit for us to talk about. No, nah, we'll do it next time. Yeah, one day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where were we? Um, but yeah, we need to... You need to cancel Mustafa because he's a—he's very creepy. He—he he ends the fight by like, he, he just forces himself onto her, just like straight up. He's just like, come here. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. very. It was a man, really, isn't he? What's that? He's just a very forceful guy. Yeah. And it comes out of nowhere because up to this point, he's had no character. Yeah. So he's just been like. Swordman, you know what? Actually, the Star Wars comparison might actually be quite close because he does kind of look like he's got the same outfit as Han Solo. Yes. And then this is Princess Leila. Are you sort of telling me that they were trying to make him a sort of Han Solo scoundrel type? Yes, but they just went they too actually... far with the scoundrel part and just made him and like. What they did was make him a sex pest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good for them, really. Yeah. Um. So then they, they steal the um, the hand in marriage contest thing from Brave. Um, well, they do, I, I guess they kind of invented it because this was before Brave, so I guess Pixar stole this from them. I don't really understand the marriage contest. Me neither. Hang on, my door's ringing. We're back. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I was talking about the marriage competition. I don't understand the marriage competition. Yeah, me neither. It's. It's strange. It's just like because right. So here's the, the competition has. I assumed it would be some sort of event, but what it actually is is they line up a bunch of dudes and she just picks one. I think that was what it was. But realistically, I thought it was like it a, was... I thought it was gonna be like a contest, but she just like yeah, immediately I... just chose my boy Mustafa. Yeah, she just chose Mustafa immediately. Spoilers. Oh. Oh, sorry. Goddamn. Don't want to spoil this for anyone. So, what happens next? What happens next is, well, he forces himself onto her, and then he goes to get... He goes to a random tailor's, um, just to get some clothes. He get, or not clothes. Clothes, plural. He just gets clothes. He just gets a fancy coat. Yeah, so like, uh, which is really like awkwardly placed on top of the character model. Yeah, so he's wearing a coat on top of his other coat. Yeah, he doesn't take his, he doesn't change outfits. He just, he just adds a bit. Yeah, because it's like in the original Aladdin, it's like, oh, make me a prince. Okay, here's this big fancy new costume and all this hat and everything that looks really fancy. Here it's just yes. like, here is a red coat. You are now a prince. <laughs> it's like, sure, okay. Um, yeah, but then like one of the guards comes to the tailors, and they're like, "The princess wants to speak to you. Come immediately." Um, 
And then Prince. the tailor is like, oh, that's suspicious because that's one of the king's guards and they're like evil or something. Yeah, the, the advisor doesn't like Aladdin. Yeah. Um, Prince. The STD now that you have one. Yeah. And, and then he gets thrown in jail. And then at this point, I thought it was going to... I thought what we were going to end up with was like a mirror of the original Aladdin. I thought it was just going to go back into like, okay, this is the story of Aladdin. But yeah, just, sure. it was just like a different build up. No, yeah, it does look. You know? No, but no, 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 no. <laughs> no. It, it, it's still different. <laughs> still dramatically different. So the King's advisor put him in jail. Yes. And. What Aladdin, the son of Aladdin, even Mustafa decides to do, uh-huh. is climb the wall. Yes, because the the jail is right underneath where the competition's happening. Yes, it's for right underneath reason, the throne. For some reason, they give that an explanation. I did not need that. Yeah, it's a weird thing to explain, but it's <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hang on, he decides there's a really loud plane. Like, I can't hear it. I can't hear. I can hear it. I could feel it. I could feel like the plane vibrating my very soul. That was really close. I don't think that picked up. Oh, that's fine. Um, but yeah. On the wall so you can see out of the bars where the competition's happening. Cool for yeah. later. Yeah, later. It's, a, it's a weird it's a weird it's weird that that's one of the things that's most explained about this movie. Like that's one of the the, the purpose of this jail. That's one of the most fleshed out plot devices in the film. The explanation was is that it was built by a previous king. Yeah. And it because... was put there because he wanted to have like his enemies underneath his feet or something. Yeah. As like a big power I... move. And there's still I a didn't... window there for some reason. I didn't need that. I really didn't. But the movie gave it to me anyway. Yeah. It's just like fuck it. Why not? He, he, Mustafa decides to climb up the wall so he can look through this window. Yeah. And he uses what? his friends to just get randomly thrown in. His friends just walk in, yeah, through the door, and instead of deciding to leave through the door that they came in on, they just no, they no. I think I think they did get thrown in as well, like in jail. Did they? Yeah, didn't pick up on that, but no. they they decided to just go through the scaling the wall anyway. Yeah, they scale the wall together, and then Mustafa just shouts on um, Leila, and then you know they get Leila. pulled they get pulled out of the thing. My dick, please. Yes. <laughs> and and she she hears them, and the king hears them, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" And it's almost implied that the king doesn't know that the dungeon's there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I can I, tell. To me, it almost implies that he he didn't know the dungeon's there because, like, he hears the shouting, and he's like, "What's that? Where is that coming from?" And he goes to the window, and he's like, "Who put that there?" Like, it's sort of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He sees Mustafa, and Layla's like, "That's the man who assaulted her. I mean, saved me earlier mm. in the film." <laughs> yeah, and this movie, by the way, is self-aware. It knows that it's in a film. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, well, I'll get to that when the film ends. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. About. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, and she's like, "That's the man who saved me." And he's like, "What's this man doing in prison?" And instead of Mustafa going, oh, the advisor that I can literally see throughout this window put me in here, yeah. no one says anything, and he just goes, get him out. 
<laughs> just like, and, why the fuck not? And then the whole plot of the advisor doesn't, it doesn't really come back. No, it was just there for that. Right. Um, says, I've, I want to marry Mustafa, but he is not of royal blood. Even though he is. But they don't they know don't that. Know that. Yeah. The audience knows that. The audience is one step ahead. Exactly. This is good screenwriting, Scott. It's good screenwriting. Until you realise... I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. It's a realisation that I had when, when like the movie was about three quarters done. Right. Yeah. Um, she goes, I've already picked Mustafa. I want to marry him. But he's not of royal blood, so I can't. And the king goes, you can if he solves this drought problem we've been having. Yeah, it just does like a, an amazing feat. Um, which I would say like... You know, saving saving a princess from being literally like kidnapped and murdered probably. That's quite a good feat. I, I don't know brilliant. why I don't know why the drought problem was also a requirement. Well, it's because the screenwriter wanted to bring it back. It's because he, he set, needed to fill time, I think. He set it up when he thought I'm gonna bring it back. Yeah. And then Aladdin goes and just to be honest, he fixes the drought, and it's relatively easy. Yeah, but the, the method it goes around is quite strange. They're just like the, um, Mustafa and the boys and his squad. They're walking yeah. about in a desert, and they're like, "Oh, we can't find the river." And then they go, find just a random cave, walk inside, and then they find a sand dinosaur. <laughs> the sand dinosaur then talks to them. This is all real. This is in the movie. The, it is. Yeah. And the dinosaur tells them that the, in order to, there's a boulder that's blocking the water, and sure. the dinosaur tells them that in order to move the boulder, that they need a diamond sword. Yes. Yes. So then, <laughs> and then the the dinosaur's just like, ah, oh, fuck you! I'm gonna kill you. And Mustafa, you see, this is this is very good screenwriting. He brings back his old, you know, squat and jump trick. Um, and he squats, he leaps into the dinosaur's mouth. He does. Yeah. He dives right in. Yeah, he squats his way right in there. And... I, yeah. What? Dive gonna... sword inside the monster. Yeah, the sword was just inside the monster. And then he just cuts his way out from the inside. A bit like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I thought that as well. It's yeah. like when Drax goes into the thing. Um, his skin is the same thickness on the inside than it is on the outside. Yeah. Um, uh, great. But, you know, that wasn't in here. There was there was no right. squabble about that here. It was like literally just like one clean swipe. Just, <laughs> monster's dead. Doesn't really seem like a substantial cut, really. No. Just, just more like a poke. It was really just a prod, and the, the dinosaur just sort of dies. And I, would, dies. I, would, I would like to point out the edit in here. Um, so the, like, Wait a minute! You're, doing it, you're criticizing... Uh, listen. The Le- listen, okay? This is, this is a criticism, but it's also something that I enjoyed and made me like burst out laughing. So it's kind of a positive. So when they, when they, when they kill the um, stand dinosaur, you know, as you do, um, like oh. Mustafa's like standing outside and he's like he says a line of dialogue I can't remember what it is but he's like probably like hooray I killed the sand dinosaur and then yeah. it cuts to like 
half a second, maybe not even half a second, of just the dinosaur just like lying dead and lifeless on the floor. It's just like, bloop, and then it cuts right back. Yeah. It's just like, boom, the shot's over. <laughs> so, so the dinosaur has now become a die. A dino. A die. Fuck it. Well done. Fuck it. Proud of you. And he has the diamond sword, and he fucking breaks that boulder. And then the water comes back. The water comes back. Fine. Yeah. For some reason, somehow, and I don't know how, all of this makes sense. Yeah. It, it's it's so funny because they set it up like it's... They like keep saying, oh, it's like this impossible task. I'll never be able to do it. And normally when you say, oh, that's an impossible task, that means like, oh, it's going to be like quite a, a difficult journey that they're going to go on. But they literally do it in like, like Look, three minutes tops. It's a short scene. Yeah. And for some reason, all of this makes sense. I don't know. It's a real credit to who the writer of this film. Because mm. there's so much nonsense in this film. Yeah, but just like... And yet, everything's explained just enough so you can actually follow along with it. Yeah, because like, I've seen I've seen some of the like, you know, the Video Brinqueda stuff, which is this, this is kind of similar to in the kind of, you know, the production Sorry. of it. But like, those movies are pretty incoherent. Like, yes. Ratatouille, it just, a lot of it doesn't make sense and just doesn't yeah. add up. No, no, like, none of it. What's that? None of it. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, it's just like in Ratatong, just Ratatong, just like they steal food from humans. There's rats that maybe try and derail their business and then they solve it somehow. It's, it's uh, not clear, say... but then there, in this one, there's like an actual, a very clear structure. Saying it makes sense is probably going too far. But it, it, it's everything. All of the weird shit is. They give you just enough. Yeah, I, I, say, like it, I say it makes sense from like a story, like a structure perspective. Yeah, they they give you just enough so you can follow it. Yeah. They give you literally all you need. It's like the bare bones of a story. Oh, Logan. What? I think everything might have just stopped my end. Oh. How so? And I can't... It's... At the top of the screen, it says poor connection and everything's kind of stuttery. Uh, I can hear you fine. Like, you're coming through absolutely fine. Okay. I might miss some things you say. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just talk a bit slower. I'll, uh, I'll we'll, just leave we'll carry... kind of gaps so you can kind of respond. We'll carry on. Until Skype just fixes itself. Yeah, we're ne- we're nearly done anyway. Um, yes. We're so like Mustafa, Mustafa returns, and you know because he's so freaking epic, um, he gets to marry um, Layla. Layla. Um, but then, oh, we forgot to mention um, um, evil wizard man whose name I keep forgetting. Deva. I don't want to fucking know his name. Um, he was present when. Um, Mustafa got out of jail, and yes, they're like the worst disguise ever. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know why you were there. Yeah, there was no reason why he should have been there. Like he didn't know. 
He didn't know because he yeah. found out who he was afterwards. Yeah, and then he um, and in between this like river subplot, there is a scene where we go back to the, you know, the old woman and the sailor who in the yeah. beginning, um, who have only this is the second time they've shown up. Mm. Like they haven't shown up at all up to this point. This scene sort of implies that those two raised them to get raised him together. Yeah, this might sort have been explained in this missing song that we didn't see, but yeah, maybe. But it's sort of this scene sort of implies that they raised. <clears throat> I thought when the opening happened, I thought she was just giving the sailor the baby. Yeah, but it seems they like that they were like a mum and a dad. Yes, sort of arrangement. Um, but then they, they never claimed to be his parents. Though that was made clear. Yeah, he just doesn't know who he his does, parents are. He does say, "I don't actually know who my real parents are, but I was raised by these people." Yeah. Um, okay. but then like, or he, I think he explicitly says like, um, the old woman's his auntie. Um, it's weird that now that I think about it, it's weird that they would tell him that they're not his real mum and dad but then wouldn't tell them wouldn't tell them who his mum and dad actually are well that's the thing in like anime which like in movies like this you're like oh we don't tell you because it's a secret you never know your true past like they don't know I don't know I don't know what's going on I suppose the argument could be made that they don't want him to know that who he is so that he doesn't know that Ceceba's trying to fucking murder him yeah and he doesn't like try to go to the throne and it's like very obvious where he is yeah I suppose it's but they never explain it like that, but I suppose you could infer that. Yeah. Um, but then, the, what's his face? He's there on the boat. He's like, it just cuts to him randomly. Just like, yeah, peeking no in. yeah there's no explanation for why he thought, oh yeah, I'm going to go to this random boat and listen in on this conversation. Maybe he's like omnipresent. Yeah, but he's not though. No, he's not. Because he doesn't, he doesn't know originally. I think he might have just been like floating about, you know, just kind of. Oh, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go to the palace today, just like watch a speech. And he's just eavesdropping in a random conversation about them talking yeah. about Mr. Maybe Park just like he's... maybe just like teleports all around the place, just to random locations, and just like eavesdrops on everyone. Maybe they yeah. just so happen to be having a conversation about Mustafa mm-hmm. and who his real parents are, and they re- and then he goes, "Aha." Mustafar is the son of Aladdin. Yes. I'm gonna kill him now. Yeah. Um, and it's at this point. Yeah. Where Mustafar, when um, Safiba teleports to go and kill Aladdin, the son of Aladdin. Yeah, he just teleports in and just starts grunting. It's at this point I realised that the only reason why Mustafar wants to kill Safiba is because Safiba wants to kill Mustafar. Yeah. And the only reason why Saseba wants to kill the son of Aladdin, Mustafa, mm-hmm. is is because he was told that that Mustafa wanted to kill him. But if Saseba had never tried to kill Mustafa, then yeah, he would have known. It wouldn't have happened. None of this would have ha- happened. Yeah, well, that's like the whole, that's getting into the whole like prophecy thing of just like the giant flame monster knew that he would do all this and it would lead to him dying the only reason why this prophecy is playing out 
is because Sasebo knows about the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> if he didn't know about the prophecy, everything would have been fine. Yeah. Fucking strange. It is really weird. But, um, yeah, he, he teleports in and grunts at everyone. And then he's like, fuck you, Mustafa, I'm going to kill you. And then he starts... He, he starts um, fighting Mustafa. But it's... He just shoots, like, Star Wars lasers. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and then Mustafa just kind of ballet dances around them. How is there more, How are there more Star Wars comparisons in this than there are Aladdin comparisons? It's really weird. <laughs> It's two weird things to draw from. We're going to make Star Wars meets Aladdin meets Sleeping Beauty, I guess? Yeah. Um, but then like, he shoots lasers. Mustafa Bali dances around him. And then he shoots... I think he shoots a laser out of the sword. I think he deflects one of the lasers. Right. I thought he shot but... a laser out of the sword. Well, it doesn't. Re- it's irrelevant and it yeah. doesn't happen again. Yeah, but he like defeats him, basically. And he like teleports away. Yeah, it um, sort of. It sort of looks like the laser that came out of the sword caused him to teleport. Right. What it sort of looks like caused him to teleport away. I think. To where... I think he just like automatically knew. Oh shit! I'm gonna get hurt here. Let me just zap on out of here. Yeah, and he's like, goes to the big face man, and he's like, "Yo, Mustafa just kicked my ass. I'm gonna kidnap his girlfriend." Yeah. Because, you know, that makes sense. So he gets the... Busts out the big stone demon again and gets him to fly over. Yeah, because that worked so well for him the first time. Yeah, and then the parrot mum, who's still in the cage, um, just pretends to die. Um, and then the goblin lets her out. And then he, she escapes. Yeah, the really funny scene where the goblin goes, I have to shut the doors. It's fucking great. Yeah. And then the parrot just fucking zooms off. Um... And then we talked. We talked about the bit where, like, you know, the parrot finds Mustafa. Um, <laughs> funny thing is, Mustafa threatens. He literally threatens to kill the parrot to Does. tell him who she is. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. I have like ten favorite bits. Yeah. Just like well, the image, that. the image of just a three D model of a terrible three D model saying to a parrot, "I'll kill you if you don't tell me who you are." That's just like a powerful image. <laughs> the best thing ever. It is so good. It's the best thing ever. Um, and then we talked about how like the power, parrot's power, um, just kind of it, now it's completely changed, and she comes up with this idea. I don't know how she knows this, but she seems to know that if you're not looking at her, you don't have to stone. Yeah. Yeah. But so she she, she gives her exposition. She gets everyone to look away, and then she just looks in a mirror. Looks then... in the mirror and kills herself. I don't know why she'd look in the mirror. Because the the powers reflect into her. Scott, this is clearly would... established. So would they have died if she wasn't looking at the mirror? I don't know. <laughs> but it was maybe... established. No idea. No clue. So she's like, I'm your mum, bitch. Oh, and just like, and, um, yeah. And he's, how did I come out of a parrot? Um, <laughs> by the way, Sasiba's kidnapped your girlfriend, you have to go kill him. And he just knows where Sasiba is. Yeah. And he just goes there. Yeah, he just goes there. Um, she's surrounded by like a ring of fire. Um, and then 
um, Mufasa, um, or Mustafa, sorry, um, he gets made to fight his um, dad, who is still like stone. He's still Sorry. frozen in stone. Yeah. So he has to fight Aladdin. He, it, it, you say that though. Right. What actually happens is, Saseba goes, "Yo, Aladdin, I need you to fight your son for me." And then right. uh, the stone statue Aladdin does like the slowest walk of all time. Right. Over to Aladdin. They have a bit of a, a bit of a tumble. And then Saseba goes, actually, don't kill Mustafa, just break his sword. Yeah. And then they have a bit of a tumble. And then I'm not exactly sure what events transpire for them to be in this position. But uh, Mustafa just suddenly has Saseba's staff. Yeah. And then it's just like, I snap it now and all your magic dies. And then Saseba, I remember his name, he turns into a puddle. Well, yeah, he just turns into a puddle. He, Mustafa just breaks the staff. He turns into a puddle. Everybody, all of the magic gets reversed. Yep. Right. And his parents come back to life. His mum isn't a parent and they anymore. Think, and they think, shit, it's been like 21 years. Who's king nowadays? Who the fuck knows? No, they, no, they don't do that. They're just like, no, they don't. You're my son, Mustafa. And then hard cut into the castle, and they're like, "Yeah, we're married now." And then we hard cut to a ship, and they're just sailing off into the sunset. Sailing off to the sunset. Yeah, and, and then something. My favorite. <laughs> Is this your favorite part? It's my favorite part. My like eleventh favorite part. Yeah. Cecilia's voice. Mm-hmm. Is this what you were going to mention? Yes. Comes. Uh, it's just like a voiceover of Saseba yeah. and he goes I am Saseba stay in your seats until the credits finish rolling and then it hard cuts to the credits and do you know what the worst part was? yeah there's nothing after the credits the worst part is I did <laughs> I, I watched the whole credits you know what? I, I did as well <laughs> I don't know what I watched the whole credits for two reasons reason number one was because Saseba told me to yeah reason number two Subtitles for the movie Serenity were playing underneath. Uh, I, not, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> were they actually? No. Oh. The subtitles for this movie was playing, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to understand it. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one spoke English. Yeah, it was all in Indian. That is the whole film. That's it. It was crazy. It was an interesting experience. Crazy. Um, yeah, it, the thing is, right? I'm, I'm I'm sorry to say, Scott. I know you you adore this movie, okay? I do, but it's not a good movie. It's not. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not. How, however, it's it is like one of those like you know a standard kind of oh straight to DVD, terribly animated, cheap cash grab kind of um, yes cheap movie, but. It's made like kind of entertaining enough, and like, That's about like it, isn't it? Yeah, because like so much of these movies, because I've seen like a few of them as well. So much of them yeah, are but... just like unfunny. It's just like, it's just like a boring kids movie. Most movies of this type 
are boring as fuck. Yeah, they're boring. They're like excessively lazy to the point where they have like three locations or something. Yep. Yeah. This one actually had. This surprised me because I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a few locations max. But no, it's just like moves all over the place. It's got down to it that I, I can't describe. Yeah, it's it's obviously like a so bad it's good kind of thing. It really is. This is the key word here is that it's so bad it's good. Yes. And I I recommend it just for that. I I, I was so entertained watching it that I almost forgot who I was. Yeah. You just, you just like forget just like oh yeah. This this is just like this is normally things I'd criticize and be like yeah every part of my brain that loves movies and analyzes movies and watches movies for art switched off yeah and I just let this movie like wash over me and all of its crazy bullshit and I loved yeah. it it's so weird that this is the movie that like makes us like you know, switch our brains off in a sense. Because I hear people say that about, like, like, kind of studio movies. Transformers. And yeah. Like, yeah. Or you switch your brain off, but no, it's, it's just weird movies like this, or like... Because there is no point in us sitting here and going, like, oh, the animation's bad, the voice acting's bad, the script's bad. Yeah, obviously. You can... Well, I'm not sure if the voice acting was bad, because I didn't understand the lines. Uh, no, I think even you can kind of tell like, the voice acting is not great. Sometimes, like, you could, sometimes you couldn't, to be fair. I, I could see through it. I was like, yeah, this is quite bad. But um, it's 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 kind of... There's no point in us like just going through like all the things, saying like, oh, this is bad, this is bad, because... Like, even, isn't... even someone who isn't like, oh, a big like, film person, if you show them this, they'd be like, yeah, the yeah, this is terrible. This isn't like the films we've done in the past. Like, And for those of you who are new to this, because we're on Spotify and iTunes now, yeah, yeah. we have a YouTube channel full of episodes that we've done previously of stuff like Beauty and the Beast and, uh, you know, stuff like that. This or, or we did Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Yeah, it's like big Kingsman studio Golden movies. Circle has things in it that are technically good and technically bad. Yes. This isn't like that. All of this is... All of this is bad. Mm. There is nothing good here. Yeah. And yet it's just... It's just enough to be one of the most entertaining things I've ever sat through. It, it really is. It's really surprising. And considering it was just a movie we randomly found on Netflix and had no idea what it was, I thought this film would be in English. Yeah. It was actually quite fun, just like going into a movie and just like knowing literally nothing maybe we should more maybe we should just keep that maybe we should just have that as a theme uh well i i don't know how many more of these i can kind of sit through because no not movies like this but just movies that we don't know anything about we just do like a blind one no but i mean like because i mean like even movies like that I don't know much about, like, even if I haven't seen a trailer, I've heard things about them. Like, I've heard, kind of... No, I don't usually see, like, reviews. For, even movies, like, I haven't really seen a lot of buzz about. Like, I've still kind of seen reviews, and I'm like, okay, I kind of have an idea for what I'm getting into. No. This, I had no idea. I had no 
kind of like the only expectation thing going in, other than that it'd be shit. That's but... screenshot. What were you gonna say? The only thing we had was that screenshot. There was one screenshot, and that like set my mood entirely. And I, I love it. I love this film. I do as well. It's weird. And I'd watch it again. I would as well. Um, quite it's honestly. a glow recommendation from us. For some reason, yeah. This is this is like the most positive review we've done. This is the most positive review we've done because normally, even like stuff like Nine Lives, which I know we both enjoyed. Yeah. Even even something like that had stuff that we could point at and go, "This is bad." Yeah. This movie has is all bad, but that sort of makes it all great. Yeah. It's, I think it's one of my favorites. So bad it's good movies. Re- really? I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, want to say it's he... like. I don't want to say it's up there, but it's like definitely just like. I'm well, happy that stuff. I'm happy that it's up there anyway because I it could have been so generic and boring. Even like really great so bad it's good movies like The Room. Really? That has been it that I can't stand watching like I hate the sex scenes in that yeah but that's I think the, the sex scenes in the room like they're just easy to skip over like I don't really I, I know it's like oh that's terrible and I, I can't even watch that ironically but I would say what this it's movie still doesn't... funny that it exists I would say what this film doesn't have that something like the room or birdemic have is it doesn't have like a crazy director backstory? No. Well, I mean, it's submitted for Oscars. That's quite a crazy story. Yeah, but so was like the room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, that is a weird story, but this doesn't have like a Tommy Wiseau. It doesn't have a James Nguyen. Yeah, there's no like Neil Breen or anything like that. It's just no, a no, random no. film that's quite weird and quite funny. I love it. I love it as well. Do you love it uh, more than the original Aladdin and the new Aladdin, or the amazing Aladdin? I I hate. Can, have you haven't seen the Will Smith Aladdin? Have I have you? not. But I have. Yeah. It was boring. Oh, I, I wasn't hope. I was I was hoping you'd say it was like terrible. I didn't want it to be boring. For some reason, all of these Disney remakes. They're always like twenty minutes, half an hour longer than the original. No, they're, they're like excessive. They're like, I think the original Beauty and Beast. I think we probably talked about this, but um, it's like eighty minutes or something, and the remake's yeah. like two and a half hours, and it's it like adds the, virtually nothing. But what? Yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything that they add. That's the thing. Like this Aladdin movie's longer, but I can't think of anything that it added, really. Yeah, it just did the story but slower. It just did the story but slower. That's fucking yeah. strange, man. Will Smith's alright. Yeah, that's. I kind of expected that, anyway. To give it some credit, like, Will Smith was the thing that everybody was worried about the most. Which yeah. is understandable, because replacing Robin Williams is fucking hard. Yeah, and the, sort of... the CGI on him was not looking great. Yeah, but he sort of doesn't replace Robin Williams, he just does his own. Will Smith-isms. And he's not yeah. CGI for that much of the film. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. Like, um, I've just checked as well. Um, original Aladdin, like exactly 90 minutes long. The new one, 128 minutes. See what I mean? So that is like an extra 
It's like an extra hour, roughly. Or like an extra 30 minutes, I'd say. Yeah, it's like an extra half hour. It's fucking weird. And yeah, I don't know. He's not CGI for most of it either. It's just like Will Smith with a ponytail, essentially. Yeah. And that's <coughs> better. Bless you. Thank you. Um, uh, I'd say we were wrapping up. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that there was no genie equivalent in this. Yeah, I would have liked that. Like, this, this the thing is that this movie really has nothing to do with Aladdin at all. Yeah, no, I didn't want a genie just, like, doing the same thing as Aladdin. I just wanted a genie just, like, showing up, just being, like, this, like, weird eccentric character, but I don't know how they would do it in this world. Every character's eccentric. Yeah. I was a really big fan of the villain. I thought Saseba was amazing. It was amazing. The design. Wow. The de- was brilliant. Sort of, like you said, half Jafar, half Bugs Life creation. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the voice was great. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the fucking actions that he did the fact that he just walked up to literally random grey walls and said wake up fire beast yeah beautiful yeah it's amazing it's it's a work of art quite honestly well I suppose that's it I suppose it is um uh, yeah. social media plug time <laughs> Yeah, um, I have a Twitter, Logan Wall, and a letterbox at Logan Wall. Um, you have things as well. Uh, I have a Twitter at Danish Insurance. I have a letterbox, which is at something. You can. It's if Danish you want Insurance. My... I, I did check. Is great. I was going to say, if you want my letterbox, I link to reviews on my Twitter all the time, so you can probably just find it through there. Yeah. Uh, if you type Scott Howick into the search bar, you'll find me. Where you can watch funnies that I've made. Follow the podcast at Real Scott Wall on Twitter. Uh, find uh, Scott Wall on YouTube for more episodes. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, iTunes, that sort of thing. Yeah, all the podcasty places. That was a bit smoother than last time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you fired right through that. That was that was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good. Uh, I guess that's just done. You ain't never had a friend like us. Yeah, or any friends. You fucking oh, owner. So you probably actually don't. Go outside. It's a really nice day today. Yeah. Yes. Looks beautiful out there. Yeah, but we're I sitting mean, here scared. talking about Son of Aladdin. I'm I'm scared of the outside because of my hay fever, but it looks beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm about to die of hay fever, so we better go. Yeah, me too. But my eyes are literally burning. Okay. Right. Bye bye.